0: I'm Chris Naka
1: and I'm Sarah Wyman. Dylan Thuris is on vacation.
0: And that is why we are turning this into a Bird Sound podcast. It's a northern water thrush. It was on the Merlin. Score one for Merlin.
2: Oh yeah, totally.
0: So we're hearing myself and my wife Aiden birding in Prospect Park, which is something that we've been doing for the past two years, and have done a lot over the summer. But the audio is recorded by an app called Merlin. Everything is here. It's like a murderer's row. Blackpoll warbler, pranithorium warbler, chestnut-sided warbler, blackburnian warbler, American redstart.
1: Oh, I want to see the blackburnian. Wait, are all of these birds, like, sitting on the same branch?
0: No, but they were within audio range. So the app that detects birds by their call will show you little photo icons of all the birds that it hears when you have it turned on. So all the birds that I listed are birds that are somewhere within like hearing range of the microphone on my phone.
1: I feel like this is an amazing cross between like Shazam and Pokemon Go for birds.
0: It really is, it's Shazam for birds. Is it the Northern Parallel? I think that's the Northern Parallel.
1: We could go on for hours. (laughs) And we will check back in with Chris and his birds over the course of this episode. But the reason we are here is because a couple of weeks ago, we actually asked you to send us voicemails about what you've been up to over
0: the summer. This summer, last summer, summers you remember from when you were a kid.
1: We're not picky, we want it all.
0: And yeah, people responded, and you sent us stories from wherever you were, mid-hike, in the car, waiting for a ferry.
1: And so today we're going to go on vacation with you to all of the awesome places that you've been on your way to this summer. And we'll hear about all the strange and wonderful things that you found along the way.
0: That's after this. I, I wanted to say the after this. Yeah! That's always, I've never gotten to say that. <laughs>
2: Hello Dylan and the Atlas Obscura team. My name is Allie and I'm currently in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. I just hiked out to see the Kilauea volcanic eruption this morning, Um, super early start. I wanted to see it when it was totally dark outside. So I started hiking at 4 a.m. and I was the only person on the trail. when it's just you with a flashlight and the stars to light your way um, can be a little spooky. So uh, I decided to listen to Atlas Obscura on my hike and I was listening to the Oregon pizza episode.
0: Every job is a grind sometimes. There's spreadsheets, there's expense reports, PowerPoint presentations, or there's playing the Phantom of the Opera.
2: I started hiking in the dark and the stars were so bright and amazing it's about a mile out and then you get to the overlook where you can see the lava down in the crater and there's the lava lake and different orange spots where it's active lava coming through and then it gets darker as it cools. I was the first one out there all alone by myself and it was a really surreal experience to have the stars all above me with the lava way out in the distance. The next people that got to the Overlook were a really nice family and they had binoculars that they set up so you could get a really close up look, which was super cool. Shout out to Sam, Varuna, Serena and Tommy for letting me check out the binoculars. Um, I even held my phone up to the binoculars and was able to get a pretty good recording of the lava bubbling and spouting out everywhere. It was really neat and you know we all just watched the stars there was a meteor shower that was really cool and then the sun started to come up so the stars were going away and i'd watched the volcano for a while so i decided to turn back and walking back along the same road that had been you know totally silent and spooky with trees on either side and nothing else that you could see it was coming alive as the sun was coming up and suddenly The trees were filled with the sounds of birds, all these different Hawaiian birds chirping, singing, tweeting all around you. And it was just such a magical experience. And I wanted to share it with you guys because Atlas Obscura was a little a little part of my hike and also, you know, always playing in the car on road trips and helping me find really cool destinations when I travel. So I just wanted to share this cool morning with you guys and say thank you for everything that you do.
0: Let me see, what do they look like? It's probably, <gasps> I think what had happened there, the big gasp was it Lit up in American bittern, which would be a really rare bird to see in Prospect Park. And then us just staring at the phone screen in silence for 15 seconds, hoping that it would like make a call again and we could triangulate where we should look. It like should be like right on top of us. Uh, But sadly, Merlin is not great at detecting bittern calls and it was probably a bullfrog. Mm. (laughs) So, (laughs) do you have it?
3: Hello, it's Christy calling from Ottawa, Canada and I wanted to let you know about a cool thing that my daughter and I found on a road trip earlier this year in June. We were driving along the Sunshine Coast in British Columbia uh, when we were trying to kill some time in Powell River while we waited for the ferry boat to go across to Vancouver Island, and we were exploring, and we found this very strange floating breakwater, and uh, we started to to Google and read some signposts, billboards around the area to find out what was going on, and it was um, it's a breakwater that's been made out of floating concrete ships, and they were all remnants of World War I and World War II ships that were built when there was a shortage of metal, from what I remember reading. And they're all connected, bow to stern in an arch shape, and they're all covered in green plants and things, and it just looks totally spooky and weird, and the concept of concrete ships is kind of crazy. Anyway, it was just kind of an aside in this uh, town that we didn't really know this thing existed, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd seen in a long time. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, Atlas of This is Ben from North Carolina. For many, many summers, my family went to Topsail Island. Spelled Topsail, but if you've ever been there, it's Topsail. Great slides, great beaches, but also home to post-World War II experimental, top-secret missile silos and testing sites. Hidden for a while, uh, and they have actually started to turn some of them into houses. If you know what you're looking for, you find these big, tall, rectangular buildings about three stories that used to house missiles that people now live in and gaze on the ocean for. Hope you find that interesting. Talk to you later.
1: What's, like, the most exciting bird that you've heard and or seen?
3: We
0: were able to watch a group of, like, Cooper's hawk chicks go from eggs to baby birds in the nest to fledglings on the ground. That was really cool to see because they were doing all of these little hunting behaviors. Even if they weren't actively hunting, you could see them practicing, like kind of flying up three feet and then dropping down with their talons on imaginary prey. But they just looked like big, silly chickens. It was very, it was very cute. That was probably the highlight of the year. It was so cool.
3: Hi, I was up to your team. Uh, my name is Sean Smith, and um, I'm doing a little bit different summer vacation. I'm uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail, which runs from Georgia to Maine. It's a continuous hiking trail It's about 2200 miles long today is my 100th day on the trail and figured it'd be a good way to celebrate would be to stop by a atlas obscura spot um kind of in eastern pennsylvania at the column style megalith park if you don't know it's a bunch of vertical stones kind of protruding out of the ground and different stone structures and towers and uh it's almost like a mini stonehenge here as well can you call me back Um, or you can send me a text as well. I typically keep my phone in airplane mode to save battery during the day. Thanks.
1: I did actually end up texting Sean back and Chris, I'm happy to report that he is now in Monson, Maine. As of this recording, he has about 115 miles left on the Appalachian Trail. Whoa. He also texted me that he's seen five bears, one moose, a porcupine, a couple turkeys and dozens of deer.
0: That's amazing.
1: And since I texted him, Sean has also been sending me some voicemails from the trail. So we might hear from him again in the future.
0: Thanks to everyone who called to tell us about your summer adventures. If you, yes, you, have a story you'd like to share, you can call us at 315-992-7902 and leave a message. Just so you know, it's going to cut you off after about three minutes, but you can call back and continue the message. Or if it's easier, just send us a voicemail at hello at atlasobscura.com. We
1: are gearing up for Halloween over here at Atlas Obscura. It is never too early. So if you have any stories that are strange, macabre, or spooky, go ahead and give us a call and tell us about those places. We may use them in an upcoming episode.
0: This podcast is a co production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs.
1: Our production team includes
0: Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger,
1: Camille Stanley,
0: Willis
2: Ryder Arnold,
0: Manolo Morales,
2: Baudelaire Seuss,
1: Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson,
0: John Delore, Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed by me, Chris Naka, and mixed by Luce Fleming.
1: Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Sarah Wyman.
0: I'm Chris Naka And we are, are we going to say that together And we are, <laughs> are the, the Atlas, Atlas Obscura, Obscura Autobomb Society, Society.
1: <laughs> Kaka
0: <laughs> Witness Docs From Stitcher